You know what, Mel? Dating is already hit and miss enough and your skincare shouldn't be a gamble too. 100% it should not. And that's why I'm really intrigued by software. It's dermatologist approved prescription skincare, right? To tackle the likes of acne, pigmentation, and anti-aging delivered right to your door. Yeah. And the coolest part is, is that each bottle is actually custom made with real ingredients that are proven to work, but it's custom made to your skin. So it'll treat exactly what you want it to. And as a little additional treat for a limited time, I've heard new users can get a free doctor's consult to ensure it's a perfect match. They absolutely can. And you know what? I'd swipe right on that. You can head to www.skin.software to find out more. This is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hello, Ash. Hi, Mel. I was going to do a little sing song and then I was like, no. Hi, listeners. Hi, everybody. It's summer. It's summer. The sun is shining. We love it. Unless it's raining because of La Nina. Yes. Well, it has been raining, hasn't it? So really? it's kind of who knows what summer's going to be like. And we're obviously recording this in a bit in advance because we wanted to give you plenty of road trip content. Yes. All that, whether you're on the West Coast, East Coast, South Coast. North Coast. All the coast. <laughs> All the coasts. You need something to listen to. And if you're on the North Coast, it's definitely fucking raining. <laughs> no, Lord knows, I can't listen to any more of the Hamish and Andy podcast. <laughs> I feel like there are so many episodes of that podcast, though, uh, so it's like... Don't I know it. And now I've started, like, Clatch will, like, tighten the lids on bottles and stuff because they do these thing called power moves. Yeah. And they've got a whole book they've put out about it, which he owns of doing these little hacks to like power move someone. So he will like tighten the lid of my collagen in the fridge and then I can't get the bloody bottle open. So I have to go to him and say, (laughs) can you please open this bottle? So he looks all strong and tough when he had tightened it in the first place. So we don't play games on this podcast. No, we fucking don't. We tell you what you're going to get and you're going to get a bloody good dating podcast and there's no games here. There are no games here. Um, I'm not going to ask you what you've been doing this week because actually we have just been sitting here. <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been, yeah, listening to other podcasts. Hey, Andy. <laughs> no, it is summer. It's nice to be on holidays, have a bit of a break from the humdrum of, of work and all of the things that come with it. Yes. Um, I'm definitely like, look, we're still, yeah, obviously looking forward to holidays at this point, but I'm excited to get on the road. I feel like by the time this comes out, I'll have had about 25 pina coladas. Yeah. Because I love a great pina colada. You do. I love it. They're the, it's literally the fattiest, most wasteful calories drink that could possibly exist. I think it's worse than like a milkshake. Truth. That co- but I it's mean, delicious. Coconut cream really gets the, the party started. It really does. But it shouldn't be yum. a regular thing. Like, But I make it a regular thing when I can get into them and I just have so many. I mean, they are good. But it's also just like you're drinking so much milky product. Like, why do I want more than one? That's an age-old question. <laughs> just like, how did the pyramids come about? Why must Mel drink six pina coladas in a row? <laughs> Look, I think you're not alone. It really uh, tell me if you're also a pina colada obsessive and if you manage to drink more than one because I feel like it's a weird flex. It's a weird. Fl- you can also drink a lot of beers in a row. Yeah, I can. So I think 
it's like it, how because I can only drink one or two schooners until I'm full, and I'm yes. like, oh, I they can't. are a food. Beer it's is a, a food. It's a food group. It's a food group. It's made of barley, right, or malt, or wheat. All of those. All things. those things are, are the one thing. Again, <laughs> welcome to another FODMAP friendly episode <laughs> of Jeans and a Nice Top, where we tell you all of the great things that do not irritate your gut health. No, look, this isn't a health podcast. This is anyone. <laughs> I was going to say, forget skin side side notes. Now we're doing fucking diet, gut health. Gut stuff. health, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was this episode. We just, we literally just had a brainwave where this episode could this be is fresh off the uh, hot off the press. Hot off the press is that we think this is kind of the sister episode to our previous episode, which is about texting your ex. This is kind of a sister episode because I feel like where we got to with that ep was not just talking about the text, but also about your recovery process when you've had your heart broken, which I do want to again contextualize. It does not matter if you went on one fucking date with a guy or a girl who was Christmas and you were fucking into them and then they never texted you again or whether you were in a relationship for 10 years and are going through the breakup process. Breakup grief is it does not discriminate. Grief you is can, grief. You can have that breakup grief for a multitude of reasons. Everyone's different. Everyone's like journey journey is different so i think what we're trying to say is that these this advice is relevant across the board i feel yeah take it i mean it's like a buffet just take and choose what you will yeah exactly you feel like the stir fry great if you feel like the napolitana pasta go for that delicious add cheese but yes this is this episode the beauty of the block button yes controversial but true so some people like to sit on the fence i am not a fence sitter i am real hard hit up i you like are. to block and just keep moving sometimes friends of mine have said i do it prematurely but i say i'm looking after my mental health yeah i know what works for me so what's run everyone through your usual like because I just think the ash, the ash method is chaotic energy to me. And I obviously have a different opinion. But ash, I have to hand it to her like it, it is thorough. <laughs> it helps me move on quicker. It like, is clean. Well, it's clean. It just gets the job done. But run us through like an example, like what, what how it would go down. Okay. So I would – if someone said to me, hey, um, if I haven't heard from someone for yeah. a few days, I yeah. send them the message. Hi, is this case, case closed? Yeah. Little detective emoji. Yeah. The old detective The ash old detective text. ash text. Uh, if I get a weird reply that says, ha, ha, hey, sorry, I haven't um, written to you. Just been really busy with work. Um, hope you're all good. Kiss. I'm like, okay, well, this thing's dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Or they'll send that, hey, yeah, I've just been thinking about how I could text you. Like, I'm just not really into it anymore. Yeah. I don't write back to either of those messages. Mm-hmm. So then I read the message, delete the whole thread, go back into my phone contacts, delete their number, go to Instagram, block them, go to face or unfollow them, block, go to Facebook, delete them and block them. So yeah. they have absolutely no method apart from LinkedIn to contact me. <laughs> the link, and then you copper LinkedIn. And then, and then I'm out here on LinkedIn. No. Anyway. So I just get it all done in one sitting. Yeah. So it's done. Yeah. And a lot of people... If if it has been a bit tumultuous, the courtship, I will block their number before I delete it too. Mm. So that's just so I, I'm a firm believer of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. And 
if you, the longer you let things linger around, the worse it gets because the longer it's going to be lingering and you just get caught in your head with it. So I just have a really, and I've done this whether I was with someone for a few dates, a few months, a few years, like it's just gone out of my life. Yeah. See, I feel like I, what I want to do. Okay. So I'm absolutely the person that's like, you should do this. I'm not going to do it, but you should do this, but I'm trying to be better. And something I was just talking to Ash about, about, um, people that have dumped you Hmm. is I often would keep them around on the Instagram and the Facebook because then I would like to post hot photos of myself so that they they have to see my hot photo. This this (laughs) is the shit I'm talking about, dear (laughs) listeners. This is not healthy behavior. I know, but we all fucking do it. I'm sorry, Ash, but you are the exception to the rule. We're all out here doing this. I know. Meanwhile, I'm just literally blocking them on everything (laughs) and then putting up hot pics for other potential crew. Come get it. Come date me. And this is what I need. I need to get to this point. And that's what I'm endeavoring to do is because it's so toxic. I feel like the most toxic thing for yourself post breakup, post dumping, post ghosting, whatever, is to let that fuckwit, whoever they are, hang around. Watching your stories. Watching your stories and until you die. And this is the thing. Then you (laughs) like I if I had a friggin' dollar for every time a mate said he stopped watching my stories and I'm like how do you know that? And they say, because oh, I go through the whole list and look Me. through his name. <laughs> Mel and oh. every other person who is my oh. friend listening to this has done this. And I'm like, if you blocked him after he sent that shitty text, he'd be gone. He couldn't look at your stories. And it just gives you, and I love it, it gives you the final say. When you block someone, it's just like, shut down, turn around, you are out. Like, yeah. I got the final say, bitch. You it's can the say ultimate nothing. shut the fuck it's up. The ultimate shutdown. You can't see what I'm doing. And mm. I love it. Yes. Whereas the other school of thought is, you can see me having fun, thriving, loving life. Yes. But I'm literally posting this content for you. A hundred percent. Like, I want to post this content for like, other people yeah and like that is the that is the that is the goal that is where we should aim for is to be the ash type of person who is posting the content for new potential people for our friends for all these other people who think we're a hot bitch totally but my thing is is that i would always leave them on there and then i would be posting everything hoping for a reaction and I wouldn't ever expect them to like the picture like I know that they're not going to like anything that I put up but it's like the thought that they would probably get that shoved in front of their eyes at some point where it's like fuck you I look really hot in a bikini and I'm at the beach and I look fucking amazing and or I'm like, hanging out with my friends I'm having out, fun out, I'm, not I'm, I'm not thinking about you I'm just out having fun but here's the thing Cold hard truth. Here we go. I'm gonna smack you over the head with some realness. Mm. They don't give a shit what you're doing. They, they don't dump care. You. I know. Like they don't. They're they not d- looking at it, thinking, "Oh damn, Mel's looking really good and at, at the moment." At best, well, at best or worst, <laughs> they feel a little bit sad that you're doing it because oh, they know that you're doing it, so they can too see real. it. It was too real. Like <laughs> they will see it and they'll be like oh man like stop like I've got mates who I've seen do that where someone's broken up with them I know they're hurting and then they're putting up really hot content or getting me to look at the hot content before they post it in hope they see it and I'm like no 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 no. this isn't it go back Mm -mm. post the hot content for the new people yes and because the old person either won't see it won't care about it 
at worst feel a bit sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing no. worse. Imagine, imagine. Dead. Just put your, this, here's, here's what you need to put in your head. And I'm going to do this forevermore. Put in your head that person that broke your heart looking at that photo of you, that, that video of you on your Instagram story dancing on a table. Yes. And then thinking, oh, that's awkward. Oh, Poor I hope thing. she's doing okay. Ah, that ain't it. Whereas ain't you put it up being like, oh my God, my legs look great. Look at those calves. Like, oh, it's just, it's icky. And I think it's a really damaging cycle to get in oh god it's it's an absolute pit we've all been there except for Absolutely. ash apparently oh. <laughs> uh, guys let me just come down from my iron throne in my castle on a hill because of course i have i like, i only got to this stage for harsh realization that the other method the mel method which is i mean the general everyone method the mel method didn't work and it made no. me feel like shit so then i invented the ash method which was just blocking and deleting everything yeah now, I don't think you have to block and delete everything. I feel like... There's a middle ground There's a here. middle ground that I would like... I'm striving to take. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys and tell you that I'm not there yet. I just... And, like, you know, we're not fucking perfect. And we've said this since the beginning. Like, we're fucking messes in many ways. We have been through the ringer. So, I do feel like we have some wisdom that has been learned the very, 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 very hard way. Also, hundreds and thousands of dollars on psychology yeah again we are not experts we are not psychologists we no. are not doctors we are just two journalists and we're not who might I add, specialize in <laughs> beauty content yeah. not love or dating and we just wanted to help other people through helping each other in yeah. the public space exactly so basically we've been through the ringer so we have lived to tell about it for a lot of things but we still fuck up especially me and so basically where i strive to get to is Block them on Instagram because I think you have to block because the bigger part is not you looking at their shit. It's you knowing that they, they can look at your shit and then stalking out how many times they do. Have they liked that photo? Blah, have blah, they blah. watched that you story? You need them to not be able to see you. It's not enough to unfollow them. You need to get them off your own feed. And I think the blocking is the best way to do that because even if you block and then unblock so it's just unfollowed – you'll still be looking to see if they've then come to your profile to look at your shit. No. Exactly. The block is just as much for you as it is for them. Like, then no, you're because if you block them, you can't look at their stuff. Yeah. So it's not them necessarily looking at your content. It's you forcing yourself to stop looking at theirs. Well, I think that's what I mean is it's not even about that specific. It's about stopping you from looking for interaction from them. And then also you just, at worst case scenario, you do not want to start looking at their content for where they're going. And oh, then yes. you start like showing up at the pub or. Oh my God. Okay. I've never done just, that. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and or trying to get intel about this new life they're having and yeah. trying to piece together this in inverted commas puzzle. Yeah. That you're in trying to crack the code. Mm-hmm. Like. All the energy you spend looking at their content and trying to work out if they miss you or if they've moved on could be spent finding someone who likes you. Yes. And like, do you know what? I, I, I've never shown up at a place where it, where an ex or some, someone that's dumped me has been, but I've definitely done that thing where you then you're getting this tiny scrap of information. Like you see a picture and they've tagged themselves at this bar and in the very background, there is a grainy woman (laughs) there's a grainy woman who is looking and laughing in their direction and you go who's that bitch 
Yeah. And then, and then next minute you're like doing a Google image search of their face. Uh, and of then her you're top. To she might have a logo on you're it. You're like, that's from Glassons. And I know the retail manager at Glassons. I'm going to be calling that shop up. Who's Who did you sell this to? And then my friend is like, you're a fucking psycho. I can't give you that information legally, Don't. but also you shouldn't even be asking Also, for can it. I just say, this hypothetical came to Mel almost too <laughs> easily. That hypothetical... It feels like it, it feels like narrative to me. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like maybe Mel's done that. Okay, here is something that I have done, okay? Because okay, okay, I haven't share. actually done that. But what I have done, because I don't want anyone to feel shamed if they have shown up at the bar or the pub. Because when I say I haven't done it, I'm not judging you if you have. No. It's just net, that's not been my method. Because my method is usually Way that I want information. Savvy. I want all the information. I want all of it now. And I want the information so that I can be prepared for them moving on without having to get it thrown in my face at some point. By showing up accidentally at the bar and then they're there with a girl or whatever. But basically what I have done is many times gone on some truly batshit stalking deep dives. Like, so I had an ex and he worked at a retail store and I was still really heartbroken over our breakup. And he posted a photo and there was a girl, a hot girl that he worked with. It was them at the shop. So not weird at all. Like they work there. Doing some shit at the shop. But then I got obsessed with her because she was hot and I thought – and she was also a really different vibe to me, like super cool, like tats, like cool, edgy vibe, right? So I was like, he's definitely going – he's fucking this girl. That's happening. They're dating. They're in love. They're getting married next week. So I went – I would go to her Instagram to look at her Instagram to see if there was anything of him on there and see what her life is. But then I did that – then I would have wanted information about what he was doing in general. So it was like I found every single person that he worked with at that shop I found all their Instagrams and then like I think once it was the Christmas party or something and I'm just looking at everyone's pictures and Instagram stories because I'm like oh my god I need to like gather all this information to just get one sighting of my ex in the background maybe making out with a girl and guess what I got nothing and I just felt dirty and weird (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) I mean no, if you just blocked him after the first interaction, you could have gone out and had your own Christmas party. I know. Or your own whatever soiree. And that's like the tip of the iceberg. I have done some fucked up shit like that, like some real stealth work where you just end up feeling dirty and shitty and you never get the full story. You never get the full story. And I think social media is such a, I mean, look, for all of its positives, it certainly has some well-publicized misgivings that, yeah. It can make you feel pretty shit. It can. Especially when it comes to the game of love. Like no one's out here posting a picture of them with a girl that they have been seeing for three weeks together, kissing, saying this one heart. Like you are not going to get the information about somebody that your ex or whoever dumped you. Like you're not going to get info on their new burgeoning, burgeoning? burgeoning love life burgeoning love life that you're not going to get that from instagram you're only going to get some weird little bits of information and it's probably just a friend or a colleague or an acquaintance so stop fucking looking i just think and i think that's that's where the block and unfollow and all of that comes into play because if you physically can't do all that stalking then 
you're in a better place already. And stop looking to see who looks at your story. Yes. And stop having that app that says who deletes you. Get rid of it all. Yes. Well, this is the thing with the looking at stories thing. Again, you've got no context. So you're reading into something that is probably pretty innocuous. Like here's the thing. If they're not looking at your stories, that doesn't mean shit. If they're looking at every single one of your stories, that still doesn't mean shit. If they're looking at one story and then not the rest of them, that still doesn't mean shit. You do not know what the fuck's going on with any of that. So basically it's just making your mind full of their presence, but you're not actually getting any good information. Like you can't get any information from that. None. So all you're doing is torturing yourself. And I think what you were saying, so Ash said in the last episode, and it's just stayed with me, Mm. clean your house. Essentially clean the emotional house by getting rid of all those little threads of them still in your life. So get rid of them on Instagram. Get rid of them on your Facebook. Get their number out of your phone get if you Get the message to. thread gone so you're not rereading over the text yes. to see, like, if you missed any, like, nuanced messages in there. Yes. Get rid of it. Yes. Also, like, if you've got any photos that make you sad, delete those too. Like, just delete everything. If whatever, just clean Whatever you need to clean. Yes. And like I have, like I've said this before in another episode, but I have this app called Photo Vault and I think it's really old. So I feel like there'd be better versions of this now. But essentially what you can do is you can chuck all those photos of you guys together. Because I get it that it's hard when when you go through a breakup, it's like you, you're always going to have that little shred of hope till you move on, right? So I get that it's hard to like permanently delete some things, but like take those photos put them in this photo vault thing. It basically gets them out of your photo feed and into this other app that is locked with a password. If you can't trust yourself, get a friend to do the password for you. Mm. If you can just do your own password. Cause for me, I won't go in there. Like I just need them out of my photo feed so I don't accidentally see them and get sad. Mm. But like, I just shove them all over there. And now it's become this weird sort of like grave site for past men of the past. Like it's got everyone in there from like some guy I hooked up with once that I liked. And then like we had like a weird drifty photo from the night we hooked up with and I just chucked it in there for the memes to like proper full on exes to like dudes I was dating who then fizzled on me. There's just like a real like grave. It's like the elephant graveyard in Lion King, but with texts, text screenshots and photos. What is wrong with me? I don't have I one single screenshot. screenshot show you guys. One, I don't have a screenshot or a memory. Like everyone is gone, gone, dead to me and dead. But then I'm like, well, I look back on that one day and be like, oh, nah, you won't. But this is the thing is I, as a Pisces through and through the emotional connection to everything is so great. Loves to feel. Have a lot of like nostalgia, like a love a good nostalgia walk. And I think for me, it's too difficult a task to just completely eradicate somebody, every evidence yeah. that I had feelings when I still have the feelings. So I shove them into that photo vault thing. And then that way I know that they're there, but I don't have to see them all the time. And then it's kind of fun now. Like I'll try and do a screenshot. If I can, if I can screenshot it without giving away any like damning evidence of these people i'll show you what it looks like because it's just literally a feed of like dudes and and i put screenshots of texts in there because i actually do find it sometimes useful to reread what they sent me because it's usually not the way that i have romanticized it in my brain like i'll reread it and i'm like oh fuck they actually were really clear and yeah they really just don't like me yeah whereas you were like 
What was this text? Yeah. Mm. But putting them over there means I'm not looking at them all the time. And, but that is, that's one thing that I do. And then I think with the phone number, I usually keep them in my phone because I'm pretty good at not texting people now just at any point in time. Mm. So I like to keep that one avenue open because I think it's really hard to accept that you're just never going to hear from this person again. Yeah. I think many people need just that reassurance that if that person was going to come back and be like, oh, Mel, I didn't realize I was so in love with you. You're so amazing that they have an avenue to do that. But what you need, but why that's important to like choose that avenue. Like, I think if you're a person that's going to send drunk texts all the time to that person, get them out of your phone, block them, get that, get rid of them. But if you're not, it's okay to just have their number there, but to protect yourself from just constant information of that person. That's why social needs to go. And I also think it's funny, it needs to go more so than ever when you've had your heart broken. Yes. Because if I've texted someone that texts me like, hey, it's been great, but like not really feeling it, bye. I could, I mean, I still do block them just because I I love that tactic, but I feel less of a need. Like I have like a visceral need to block them on everything yeah. when they've broken my heart because I'm like, I got the last say. Yeah. And whether that is psychologically sound or whatever, it works for me. It yeah. might not work for you. And it definitely is, like Mel said, it's a very step-by-step process and maybe it's not conducive of your healing. Yeah. I think that that's definitely – like it, it is always going to be personal, but I think you just have to be, again, like honest with yourself. Are you lying to yourself? Are you saying, oh, no, I need to keep them on Instagram because it's the only way they can contact me? Or are you keeping them on Instagram because all you fucking do is look at them looking at your stories? If – you genuinely need them to be on Instagram because it's the only platform you have their, their contact from, because I get it, that happens, then at least do the due diligence of hiding your story from them so that they, you, you them. know that they can't see your story and mute them. Like, like basically erase all of those little obsessive parts that you can go down, all those little paths, because I think that for me is what, is the damaging part is that you just get into this really grotty habit where you're doing content for them. Or even if you're not 100% doing content just for them, you are obsessed with them looking at the content, you know? And that in itself is a really, really damaging and essentially pointless exercise because like we said, they ain't come back. They're gone. No. And that's the thing is like, like we said in the last episode, you've got like, 0.001% chance of them coming back. But if they're going to come back, like they will find a way to come back to you. You do not need to have them on social media and you don't need to be like shoving your hot beach selfie in their face every day for them to wake up and smell the roses. Like that's not how they're going to wake up and smell the roses. They will do that of their own accord because they genuinely have some sort of revelation, which rarely happens. I can't tell you how much that really happens. Never in the history of my 31 years on this earth has that happened. And friends, I have dated, so... Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that, look, the reality is they're probably not coming back. But okay, cool. I get that in some circumstances it does happen, particularly in longer relationships that end. Like, sometimes the, the breakup is more of a break that then the person who dumped you 
realizes they were a fucking idiot. That does happen. Like it's not usually the shorter things. It's usually those longer things that are a bit more complicated. But regardless, it's not going to happen. They're not going to message you and say, I saw that really hot selfie of you and suddenly I knew. Yeah, that you were the mother of my children. (laughs) That's not how it happened. No, 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 no. If anything, and I think this is true because the times when I have – removed myself from an ex's life completely no contact off doing my own thing that's when they've actually come back around and that's happened to me i had a really tumultuous relationship where we were on and off every three months so again i just don't think that it even works when they come back to you but say this is the context right the time when i stopped i mean this was pre like the social media phase and stuff but i would just text always when I was drunk we got into a really toxic like hookup culture thing going on like we were just hooking up but I was really in love with him when I stopped doing all that shit stopped texting stopped the hookups just disappeared it was like the absence made the heart grow fonder and then he came back so it's actually more in your favor either way to To get them the fuck out of your life because a, you start a good process of moving on. They might come back and you're not into it anymore anyway. Yeah, exactly, because you out here doing and other sorry, stuff. sorry, but sucked in. Like, you fucking made your bed, now you lie in it. Farewell. Well, it's on fire. Thank you very much. So you do that, right? Mm. But also, even if your path is no, I don't believe either of you and I will live in my denial and they are coming back to me, I can still tell you the best fucking way to get them to come back to you is to disappear from their life because then you're absent and then they go, wait curiosity killed the cat they're then suddenly thinking about you and wondering what you're doing and they don't have access to see any of that because you block them on your instagram and your facebook exactly but of course if it doesn't work for you we get it yeah it's okay yes it might not work for you and also no judgment it's a it's a real process totally and just try it out try it on for size see how it feels the hardest part will be the actual blocking once you do it you'll feel so much better totally it's quite cleansing it's because it's quite a finite move yeah another thing is please don't do this what i'm going to say do not unfollow and re-follow someone to get them to notice you. No. It is the 2020 version of signing out of MSN Messenger and signing back in <laughs> so your crush will see you. They don't give a fuck about you. They have said that in the text. Hi, I don't like you anymore. I would like to stop <laughs> seeing you. Please do not contact me anymore. I know. So unfollow, refollow, unfollow, refollow. Stop. That's the ultimate no. It's a no. I can tell you that there is no reaction to that besides pity. So if you don't want to be pitied by your ex, do not do it. Do not do it. But it's hard, like, and you're right, Ash, like, I think there's no judgment for any of this because it's the hardest road. It honestly is such a hard road and you're going to fuck up and you're going to do dumb shit and just yeah. go easy on yourself. Like, be kind to be yourself kind. because, like, all types of dumpings fucking suck, whether they suck for a week, whether they suck for a year or four years or whatever. They like, suck. it's a fucking hard thing to go through and emotions are like a fickle bitch so i think but i think it's just like if you are in an absolute pit of despair this is one of the best things you can do for yourself is just get them the fuck get cleanse your life clean your clean your house clean your house and then and then you are in a great place for moving forward exactly and that's all anyone can do when they've got yeah. They're heartbroken, essentially. And go start pottery. Everyone's doing pottery at the moment. It's quite a mood. 2021. You're going to have some great cups in your house then. Mm-hmm. Like, 
What a time to come out of a fucking breakup and just fill your house with great crockery, with wonky crockery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sometimes Mel's advice is great, top notch, and sometimes she leads you guys up a garden path so <laughs> crooked. It's a goddamn miracle you're still with us. But we are glad you're with us. We are. We want to hear from you guys. Again, jump into the Facebook group, Jeans and a Nice Top Podcast. Yes. Come to Instagram. Yep, Jeans and a Nice Top underscore pod. pod. Send us an email with your questions and your stories that need advice for to jeansandanicetop.podcast at gmail.com. As always, five-star review. Wouldn't go astray. Yep. Head on to Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star. Love it. We love it. Thanks for listening. And we love you guys. Bye. Bye.